I don't know exactly it is why you came here tonight, but God has brought you here, this camp, for this very moment so that you could hear his voice. I know I'm talking to a mixed audience tonight. I know that there are some of you that are so excited about the fact that you're here and the presence of God is here, but there's also a group of you who maybe never understood what being in the presence of God was about, or maybe you never even knew who God was. Well, tonight, friend, you came to the right place because we are serving a living God. Our God is no longer dead, but he is risen and he is alive. those of you that may be struggling with the idea of who God is, let me just, let me just tell you this real quick. Our God is a real God, a living God, and an all-accessible God. What does that mean? Is that at any moment of any day, if you need him, you can talk to him. At any moment, if you need something from the bottom of your heart, you can ask him and he will give it to you. You may say, well, that's tough for me because I've never seen him. Well, friend, everything you see around you is gonna eventually go to the ground. But God went to the ground and he came out of the tomb and he said, victory I have given to my people. It's more than just seeing with your eyes. It's about believing too, because if you believe that he'll move, guess what he's gonna do? He's gonna move anyway. And guess what? Even if you don't believe, he will move anyway because he is a true God. Never for a moment has he ever lied to you. Never, not for a moment. We all know people in our lives that have told us, I got your back, I'll always be there for you. If you need me, I'll just be a text a text or call away. Then you message them or call them and they re respond to you a few hours later, sorry man, I fell asleep, sorry man, I was with my family, yada, yada, yada. Well, God is not that kind of a friend. He is the all accessible friend. And he says, if you call on me, I will answer to you. Do you need to hear him tonight? Look at this. I'm about to read a verse from the Bible. We believe that the Bible is God's true word. Amen. Never is God lying. His word is true. Anything you read from this, it is a true thing. And I'm, there's a servant by the name of Micah in the Bible. He wrote this. He said, but as for me, I will watch expectantly for the Lord. Have you come with the expectation for God to move tonight? He says this. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. I love the way he said that because he is making it personal in his heart. He's saying, my God will hear me. If you look around, there are counselors and leaders around you who brought you to this camp. If you ask them, has this ever been put to the test? If this was an easy thing to do, believe me, friend, it's not. It's not. But you know what makes it worth it right here? Verse eight, it says, do not rejoice over me, oh my enemy. Though I fall, I will rise. Though I dwell in darkness, the Lord is a light for me. I said, the Lord is a light for me. Darkness has tried its very best to shadow your life, to break you down, to make you think that you have no worth in this life. Friend, I came here to answer three questions for you. The first one is, who is God? Who is God? 
We already established that he's a real God, he's a, he's a living God, and he's an all-accessible God. And he has proven that time and time again. Some of you may have questioned your own existence, so therefore you're questioning God's existence. And I understand that completely. I haven't always believed what I'm telling you right now. In fact, it took quite a bit of a journey for me to get to this moment right here. But I thank God that no matter how much depression I felt in the middle of the night, no matter how much sadness I had that I couldn't share with any money, no matter how much anger I had in the very deep core of my heart, God never once let go of me. You will see that there are some of these awesome worshipers up here at the front. You say, what's a worshiper? Someone who just loves to give God their very best. So you see these worshipers at the front, you may think, and they're so excited. What are they so excited about? They just keep singing and singing and singing about the name of Jesus. Well, friend, if you knew what they had to get through to get to this very spot, you would be up here too. They're here because they know in whom they've served. They know that not for a moment has God ever forgotten about them. And though he slips our mind, we never slip his. That's something to take pride in, is that no matter of all, the, of all the cloudiness that may be in your life or all the destruction that may be happening around you, you may forget to pray some days. You may not want to feel like lifting up your hands. You may not feel like reading your Bible, but even then, you are still on God's mind. And he has given you his very best. You say, well, what's his very best? I'm glad you asked that question. Because God, God is in three persons, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father saw that humanity, which is us, we were gonna fail one day. We were gonna fall. So he saw there was a burden for them. And then there's the Son, the Son of God. He said, Jesus, would you be willing to take away the fall from them? Then the Son of God said, I will take the separation away between man and God. You came here tonight because of that incredible decision, because Jesus decided to go. And when he came to the earth, he didn't stay here forever. He's not still here. Thankfully, here's why. Because he came in the form of a man, just like you and me. If he fell, it hurt. When he went to this place called the cross, it hurt. It hurt terribly. Here's why it hurt, because y'all were so separated from God that God had to send himself to come and bring y'all back together. You say, well, how did he bring us back together? Well, whenever he went to the cross, he died there. And usually in people's life, you hear whenever they die, that's the end of the story. Well, friend, guess what? That was just the beginning of the story. Yeah. Because what happened was they put him into a tomb and the enemy that we just read about was, had this big smile from ear to ear because he thought, yes, I just defeated the son of God. But then three days later, what happened? I tell you what happened. They went to the tomb, two guards went to the tomb and they went in there. They're like, there's a problem with this picture. Three days ago, there was a body in here. They must have stolen him. No, no guard. He's not here because he has risen. I said he's risen. But you may say, well, what does that mean for me? Friend, you don't 
get it. It's that whenever he was in the tomb, death was in the tomb, but then when he left, death stayed there in the tomb. We don't have death in us anymore because whenever you are found in Jesus Christ, you have what's called a new life. You may say, what does that mean? Say, you're not separated from God anymore. All you have to do is claim this one thing, that you believe in Jesus Christ as the Son of the living God, and you will be able to walk out of that tomb and receive the victory that you need over life tonight. Now for you, God's already done his part, and God is doing his part, right? You feel him, don't you? your part. What does that mean? And he already went to the cross. He already left the tomb. He already sent the power of the Holy Spirit. That's the third person of God. That awesome feeling you get in the very pit of your stomach and your heart where you feel like everything's just going to be fine in God's presence. That's the Holy Spirit. That was Jesus' gift for you. God's best gift to the world was Jesus Christ, but the best gift he gave to the church was the power of the Holy Spirit. So tonight, both of those things are set aside for you tonight. You know, I've heard testimonies of young people saying that depression locked them down, that they were sad for years, or they, or they, or they, or they, had, been they had been abused for a number of years, or they had, been, they had been addicted to some type of lifestyle that they didn't want to be a part of. But then you hear that they called on Jesus Christ and it's like it was never even a part of their life anymore. You may, you may say, well, there's nothing like that happening in my life. Well, friend, do you really want it to wait to that point for you to get there? You could stand ready right now to receive Jesus Christ into your heart. If you just say, Jesus, I want you. Those of you that have him, let me ask you this question. Do you want more of him? You want more because he's ready to give you more. All you have to do is just be ready to receive it. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do for every single person that's here, from the people that are in the front, from the people that are in the back. Here's what I want us to do. If there's any person here that would tell me tonight, say, Brother Jake, it's Jesus you're talking about. He sounds pretty good. And I could use him right now. If there's anyone that would say, I want to give my life to Jesus Christ tonight. All you have to do, friend, is just lift your hand just like this. I don't want to embarrass you, but this is the best decision you could ever make. Praise God. Y'all see this? There are those around us that are saying that they want to accept Jesus Christ into their life as Lord and Savior. I think we can celebrate that tonight. You extend it if you if you, if you extend your hand. Keep it high for me, please. For those of you that were contemplating, maybe you should, maybe you shouldn't. Let me just say this: You don't want to go these next days and not receive the very best that you can. You want the first step. This is the first step. Every person that raised your hand, awesome, because God is saying to you. I set aside this night just for you. What I want you to do, I'm asking you to close your eyes and we're gonna pray together. You may say, well, what is prayer? Prayer is you talking with God and you can do that at any time. So just say this with me. 
anyone needs to pray this prayer out loud as well, that is fine also. Lord Jesus, I come before you. I thank you for not keeping us separated, for bringing us together by the power of your love. I acknowledge right now that I need you. I want you in my heart. I don't want to move without you. I don't want to go without you. So tonight, I ask that you come into my heart. I thank you for forgiving me, for giving me new life in Jesus Christ, your only son, whom you sent on the cross to die for me. So tonight, I give you my life, I give you my heart. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Now that, we've, now, that, now, now that we've all crossed that line, if you haven't, there's gonna be many opportunities for you throughout this week. Friend, let me, let, let, me just encur- let me just encourage you with this. If you're in need of a breakthrough, the way you push through is through worship. The way you wanna, you wanna feel God's hand move over your life is through worship, through you lifting up your voice. This is you telling the enemy you will not have victory over me because I know where my victory lies and it lies in Jesus Christ. Every hand lifted high towards heaven tonight. This is like, this is you telling God, I'm surrendering to what you wanna do and I receive your will in my life. Father, for no other reason have we come but to seek your faith. For no other reason do we call upon your name but because we believe that everything that you have said, it will come to pass. You said that if we would come here with an empty heart, that if we lay everything aside, that you will hear us with the open heart. God, we come here, we say, God, touch my heart, touch my heart, touch my life, touch every ounce of me that needs to hear from the living God. Come on, if you need him, just lift your voice in a mighty roar of prayer tonight. He's ready to hear you. 